0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 7. I'm going to be joined by Z, and we're going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate. It was a new sequel to the Terminator franchise that brought a lot of the old cast back. So, um, you know, Arnie returned, Linda Hamilton returned, so we're going to go into it. James Cameron produced it, it was directed by Tim Miller. And he was a great director coming off of the success of Deadpool. So we're going to talk about what went right, what went wrong with the film, and our thoughts on it. So stay tuned for another episode of The House of Rep. Okay, so Terminator Dark Fate. Z, welcome to the podcast. How are you? You are right.
1: Yeah, I'm alright, man. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm very good, bro. So, um, your thoughts on Terminator Dark Fate. What did they get right? What did they get that was great tell me about it tell me your thoughts on the thing
1: okay so terminator dark fate is a 2019 film directed by tim miller and it follows on from obviously terminator 1 and terminator 2 judgment day which were both directed by the legendary james cameron and it kind of uh, i'll just briefly give you the plot that it's uh, there's a new terminator on the loose and he's hunting for this girl called Dani Ramos which is a mexican girl and um she's uh basically uh what um kind of a, a new savior in this film and a new character and we've got a new terminator called the red nine played by gabriel luna who is a great actor i liked him in ghost rider or as ghost rider sorry in uh, abc's agents of Shield. and uh, return of linda hamilton as sarah connor from the first two films and also there's mackenzie davis playing a new character called grace who's uh, like a uh, she's like a soldier kind of cyborg hybrid right Yeah yeah, yeah. In that film yeah so there's a lot of new characters in this film and a lot of stuff going Yeah a lot of stuff going on first of all I'd like to say that the the CGI and the acting is pretty good in this film it's not bad um mm. some of the scenes with the post apocalyptic stuff the CGI was pretty good in that The blue screening kind of sense of um, atmosphere is quite nice. There's a lot Mm. of effects done in the the kind of opening car chases and the opening factory scene where Mm. um, there's lots of little good CGI touch-ups done for like spark effects and explosions and, you know,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, stuff that humanly can't be done possible with stunts and Kind of prosthetics work and it's just kind of enhanced by CGI stuff because Tim Tim Miller is predominantly a visual effects guy. He knows mm. place lots of visual effects inside and make it look very discreet, which I think is quite good. And he's done a good, good done a quite a good job on that. Um, the other thing I did quite like is I liked Mackenzie Davis' performance as the character of Ray. I think she did a really good job of being a kind of soldier from the future. Kind of, Mm. if everybody knows what Terminator is, is she's basically like kind of Carl Reese. But the cool thing Mm. about this film is is that she's kind of Carl Reese enhanced, and then kind of gender Mm -hmm. swapped.
0: It's kind of like what we always wanted Carl to have. Like it would have been cool if Carl was sent back with some kind of uh, an upgrade so that he could take on. Uh, the Terminator were a bit better than than what happened, but at the same time, that's what made the first one so good, yeah. and the second one so good. Is the first one? It was a struggle to kill a Terminator. Yeah. Like the humans always yeah. had struggles to kill them, and then John made it so that they started smashing the machines and stuff. Now I got a lot of problems with the film, and a lot of things I love about the film. I love the cast a lot. They did a great job. I love Linda Hamilton returning. I didn't like, and this is a spoiler, just in case you guys haven't seen the film. Go check out the film before you see this podcast. I didn't like them killing John Connor. Yeah. You know, like the young John Connor. So they brought in Edward Furlong only to ice him. There was a lot of things that I had written, you know, if I ever had a stamp on Terminator, that blew this film out of the water. Yeah, and I have to be quite quite clear about that there was there's a direction that the franchise could have gone in that they completely missed and hopefully you know because these are all kind of alternate realities the terminator franchise makes money it's, it's suffering from a bit of fatigue right now but there's some stuff that i can kind of do with it in a kind of tv form that could fix it so it's a direct sequel to t2 but it's never going to go in this direction you know, it's going to go in a completely different direction. John's going to stay alive, and then we're going to see what he's been doing grown up. Yeah. You know what he's been trying to do. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's much better. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. But you know, right now the idea from James Cameron was, look, I'm fed up with this thing. Let me just kill the guy yeah. to kind of switch it up. That's the kind of feeling I got with it. He's like kind of like the way the Terminator franchise was kind of taken from him. I've always felt that he's been a little bit um you know that that's kind of been a little bit of a bit of pill to swallow for him so he's moved on you know avatar's like his new baby so you know with terminator he's a little bit more sacrificial he'll take care of arnie and other people you know but the way he kind of you know let them kind of roll with this one um you know what's really funny this one is good but i actually like
1: terminator genesis yeah this is this is the funny thing is that um, the elements that they kind of used in um, Genesis, I also agree with you in killing John Connor was a bad idea at the get-go. I think that...
0: Yeah, because he could have stayed alive.
1: Yeah. You know, like,
0: um, he could have stayed alive and he could have been like, oh, I'm not relevant anymore, so let me try and help this kid. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I- but they needed something for Lyndall Hamilton to return, otherwise both of them would be doing the same
1: thing. True but i think uh you could have you could have had more scope to elaborate on john connor's uh in my opinion what they could have done with john connor's character is turn him into a kind of like a uh kind of like egocentric hacker or something like a um a, a, a malevolent hacker who's like
0: oh you mean like you mean like the idea that i had that he had this militia and basically the, the genesis of Techcom was is that they were they were cyber terrorists yeah. and they were basically shutting down um really black ops kind of um so let me set up basically the terminator that we were gonna make, you know, if we ever get the yeah, chance. The terminator just, we were gonna make was gonna start off with um the terminator that the Rep Knights were gonna make was gonna start off with um the attack on the pyramid. So basically, um, you know, we've had the Colorado offensive, but we never seen the pyramid attack. So we see the Colorado offensive occur, then we see the pyramid attack. So Carl, John, and the rest of the kind of united forces of, of Techcom are, are engaging Skynet. And Skynet knows it's losing. It's this lost base, you know, like things are going down. So what Skynet's been creating is an offspring, you know, another AI, you know, because it's lonely. So what it does is it creates this child and then when the child turns on and experiences all the horrors that Skynet has done, it it kind of, what, what happens is, is it rebels against its creator, just like Skynet rebelled against humanity. So what happens is that there, there are these prototype models of Terminators. Uh, the shell is based on rock. So I would have hired a rock to play uh, the new Terminator model. So he's called the TK-427 mm-hmm. And basically, um, the AI downloads itself into the t k forty seven shell and goes back in time and then Skynet doesn 't like this doesn 't want um, the t k to go back in time and see humanity in its infancy you know and kind of get poisoned by humanity because you know at the end of the day, Skynet's like a disgruntled child you know who wants to control the humans and um so John chases them down, he knows that there's uh this he finds out that there's a reserve area where skynet's downloading itself you know it's lost uh downloadable you know like thing so skynet downloads itself into another terminator body and a group of terminators that look like the t k they go back in time you know to so chase after the the main one all the terminators played by different actors um so those um t T900s or or whatever they are they go with skynet so skynet downloads the body i cast a great actress you know like you know like how they had um uh they had that that amazing actress in Terminator Salvation her name uh Helena Bonham Carter so Hel- Helena Bonham Carter was the original skynet yeah. you know like she would be of skynet so what i would have done is i would have cast a very good actress um i haven't i, I never even thought about the casting but i would have had someone play uh, Skynet in a physical form, and then she goes back in time with her team. Yeah. So what they do is when they yeah. arrive, um, they take out a SWAT team, and then she starts hacking the internet so that she can find the TK. But basically, when the TK arrives, he shut himself off, and he's wandering the streets, basically, you know, like taking humanity in. Um, coincidentally, he helps a girl who's part of a small faction of techcom. So she, so he knows that, that that girl is nearby and he wants to find John Connor. So what happens is, is that he goes with her, he befriends her, he helps her and her little teen get into, you know, the good graces of John and then John calls him back to his base. Now the government, yeah, have been aware of Sarah and John for a long time and they're considered like very, very, very like red alert kind of terrorist threats, like internal terrorist threats every time the government tries to progress ai in some way in swoops john connor with his team and you know damages their uh, their progression So what they want to do is they want to capture him. So they got this new lead. He creates a group called Sledgehammer. He's a CIA Black Ops guy. And there's a team called Sledgehammer. What they do is they take out Terminators. If they appear, they know of Terminators. They believe Sarah Connor. But they want to progress the technology and actually weaponize it. But this time they don't want to get it wrong. So they want to control Skynet. But obviously you can't control something like this. So they're a bit stupid. You know, so the government sledgehammer and sledgehammer want to capture Terminator Tech, and they want to also take out uh, John because they they feel that John's a thorn in their side. Yeah. So, um, so the sledgehammer are trying to find it, and what he does is he hides in Mexico. He has a base there, and that's where all the tech com geniuses, his early lieutenants, and people, you know, they start developing these technologies that will eventually defeat the Terminators in the future. Yeah. With them, they got yeah. Roland Kruger. So there's a guy called Roland Kruger who's played by Arnie. So Arnie doesn't play a Terminator in this one. He plays the human template of the Terminator, the T A hundreds. And what he's been doing, he's been training the militia because he's one of the world's best mercenaries. And that's what Skynet used when they built him. He was a he was a um, a black ops infiltrator, and that's what the infiltrator. Um, Uh, model is based on so he was a master assassin and also you know a really good spy so what happened was the government tried to kill him you know and he knows the sledgehammer guy the sledgehammer guy and him have history you know like so the guy tried to kill him and um what happened is is that after t2 uh um sarah wanted to keep him close you know she wanted her and john wanted to meet him You know, so he's been kind of like a father figure to John. John's grown up and he's a lot more rugged now. I wanted a a character like, you know, like the Days Gone actor. I wanted John to look like that. I wanted him to have this adventure bike that he could remotely hack things with. You know, he's really good at fighting. He's got all these kind of wicked kind of weaponry. He's like this badass militia leader with his team of spec ops dudes. So, um, you know, I wanted someone like um, Taylor Kisht or someone to play John this time around. You know, so he's a charismatic, you know, um, handsome leader who's with K- uh, with um, Catherine Brewster. And they're just like, you know, they're kicking ass. You know what I mean? And they're still always under threat of Skynet. Um, and also, they just want to stop Terminators from coming on the Earth. So he releases like podcasts and, uh, you know, like webcasts to humanity telling them, don't do this. You know, join me and stuff like this is the voice of John Connor. Join Techcom and stuff. And people love it. You know, they think of him as like this anonymous guy, but senators and other people like this, not ball. He's like a, you know, like a homegrown terrorist. You know, he's been destroying government facilities. It's against the law and stuff. In the meantime, you know, like Linda Hamilton, she's become a bit of a kind of old sage on like, you know, kind of just chilling, you know, at the base, training kids how to shoot, do stuff, but she hates Terminators. So what she's done is she's set up magnets and uh, things all around. So if anyone ever walks through... Uh, the area they can get trapped, you know, and then she like if any terminators try to infiltrate their base, she shoots them, so you see her just shooting like you know um, uh things that look like terminators, like these dummies yeah. you know that have been like terminators, so uh she's just been practicing and she 's pissed basically, and what happens is, is that the t k four two seven uh comes to the base, but he doesn't realize the magnet's there, so he gets stuck to the wall. And basically, they realize he's a Terminator. So they capture him. And then he tells them that he's Skynet's child and he's trying to learn from humanity and shit like that. And John's a bit wary. He's like, you know, it's very similar to Terminator Salvation, yeah. you know, with, uh, with that guy. But um, in my one, you know, Rock's character is actually good. So what happens? Is the Sledgehammer attacks at the same time, uh, Skynet finds out where John's base is, too because she piggybacks on the back of Sledgehammer's attack. So when Sledgehammer attacked, they try to take on Techcom. You know, a lot of Techcom fighters die. You know, like a lot of the Mexican resistance that work with with John, they're like fighting, you know, the militia. And John's trying to get away, basically, with everyone he can. So Roland's trying to save uh, Linda Hamilton's character. You know, John's trying to escape with... um, uh, with Catherine Brewster and basically the TK-421 one's trying to help him because there's like three different T-900s and Skynet trying to stop him. So uh, TK, the TK-421 played by Rock fights those guys. Yeah. And he starts taking that sledgehammer. So there's a wicked action scene. There's like a four-way fight. There's a motorcycle chase where there's like multiple guys chasing John while he's on the uh, on a motorbike. So he's on a motocross bike, which is a homage to, um, to uh, the first Terminator. Yeah. So there's like a massive sledgehammer truck that chases him, you know, like and starts taking out the base while Catherine's shooting the shit out of the radiator, trying to stop him, you know, like stop him from getting him. So there's a lot of wicked scenes in that film, you know, like a lot of beats and stuff. And um, I think that that would have been a more exciting film yeah. personally. Yeah. And I hope I get to make that one day for everyone. I hope, I hope you know, like if anyone ever hears this podcast in a couple of years, if I can just sit with James if I can sit with the creative team at Fox, you know, and say, you know what? i like to make this a 13-episode Netflix series or an Amazon series. And, you know, like, one of the guys gets exclusivity on it. It's got a great budget. It's got, like, a Game of Thrones kind of, like budget level but it's um you know like a television it's like a movie that we split up for tv so it's just really 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 tight you know and and i haven't gotten far enough to know what happens at the end i'd have to develop that over time but it's a great preview of what we would have done with the film jumping back to dark fate this is what they kind of got wrong i love the idea of another au that's occurred yeah, But what they kind of did was, uh, I mean, I don't have a, a problem with uh, Reyes' character, you know, um, you know, Danny Ramos, you know, she plays, um, you know, she's really good in it. The Rev 9 is great. You know, the Rev 9's mode is really cool. Uh, there's some really nice stuff. Um, I just think, you know, there's a few things that could be better, you know, like in, in that and, um yeah, it's just it's it's really cool. It it's not a bad film I and mean, it has its mistakes. I mean, what do you really don't like about the movie, bro?
1: Yeah, I have a uh, a few points. Like I like I like your description on your take on it. That's really cool. Um mm. but when we talk about this current film that's just come out with Dark Face, I have like two or three points that are quite uh thing which I, I didn't really like about the film. Um the, the first kind of point was, is that I don't like how sometimes in, in these films, there's always the kind of Caucasian savior. So mm-hmm. uh, what I didn't quite like is the kind of race thing, even though I like Mackenzie Davis as great. I don't understand mm. why the white girl has to save a Mexican girl kind of logic. Yeah, it would have been better if it was flipped, right? Isn't it? I thought you, so... you flipped the Terminator character in this film, which is mm. obviously the red line. Mm. He's he's mm. second, but he looks like other people in the film. Why couldn't you mm. do that with the character of Grace? Like in the future, in, in the bit when they show the future war and she gets injured and she wants to um, basically. Uh, Uh, enroll for the procedure to kind of turn her into an augmented cyborg chick thingy Um, Mm -hmm. why couldn't they have had a scenario where like you know they showed us that process I would have really loved to see that process and Mm -hmm. more people go through the process you know a little bit like in, in Genesis when he talked about the process of the nanites taking over John Connor and how ha- mm-hmm. a lot of the people went like psychotically bad and mad because they couldn't take the leisure of being um, taken over by the nanites um, after Skynet's like a contamination of the human body and stuff like that. I thought that's mm-hmm. a really nice idea that they never really explored. They're like they have, they always have these cool ideas, but they just tip the iceberg with them and they never elaborate on them.
0: Yeah. We had a lot of that. You know, like we had a lot of missed chances with the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicle series. Yeah. Um it ended in a in a very strange way. Um you also we had problems with uh, Genesis because it was building up this TU five thousand played by um, you know, Matt Smith. And then, you know, like how did he exist? But then they're trying to wipe him out, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. So um, you know, Genesis being Uh, Skynet was interesting and then also on top of that you've got like you know a lot of like to me when I look at everything Terminator 1 and 2 is a complete circle yeah you know like it it, it just is closed then Terminator 3 um, so, uh, um, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines is another alternate reality where Sarah died and John continued but John was like a bum like a hermit he didn't become like this hard ass fighter he was just like a bit of a kind of um, you know like dweeby dude and I thought Nick Stahl, Nick Stahl was just kind of like the wrong I don't know it just he's a good actor but he just didn't everything uh, the only thing that's really good about that film um, is Arnie just returning as the T-800. A lot of the things like the T-X, Kristana Loken's character, it was trying to basically, you know, like it all, it's almost a parody of itself that film, Yeah, yeah you know? Like, kind yeah. of. It's strange. I never really liked that Judgment Day happens anyway you know, in, the, in their reality. Yeah. You know, and then Salvation yeah. was supposed to be a direct sequel to that but also because it's sort of like a semi-soft kind of reboot or a requel, I would say that it jumps oh not jumps over but it kind of rewrites the history of three so three happened Catherine and Brewster exists but he's more rugged so they've actually you know toughened uh John up and Christian Bell plays John but you know the way he plays John just feels like he phones it in yeah you know and I think yeah. again uh, Christian Bell's miscast as John Connor you know, like, he just doesn't... He doesn't seem to fit the character. True. You know, like, like uh, he just doesn't look it. He just doesn't look like John Connor to me. Not to say that the film's are bad. I mean, they did the best they could. That one's the one that doesn't have Arnie in it. So it has Roland uh, uh, Kingkaker, like, doubling for him. You know, they used a lot of CGI. So some of the shots, you know, like, the, the CGI shots of Arnie, yeah. they just look uncanny valley, man. You know, those first shots where he's hitting... Uh, the Terminator in the face, and the Terminator's got the you know his eighties kind of hairdo. That's just yeah. like really weird looking. You know, that all and then they quickly try to destroy his body. So McGee did a alright job, but he was doing too many transformery things with like the the harvester and you know, yeah. like other things. It was a very grungy kind of movie. It looked like, you know, midway through the film they just forgot what they were trying to make or something. Or the film's just suffering from heavy reshoots because I heard that they were gonna make basically make Marcus um john like they were gonna graft john's skin on marcus and so that as a martyr he lives on forever and then they win the war and ironically it's a machine that defeats skynet you know like a cyborg so so that was strange and then um you know so he wears john's face in honor of him you know so so yep. that was a weird kind of. i heard that they they, they tested that and it failed And then they reshot it or something, or they were going to do it, but there was so much backlash. And a lot of people love that. A lot of people wanted that, that he was a fallible hero who died, but then they martyred him and, um, you know, made um, uh, thingy Marcus the character. Marcus's character was dope. I liked yeah. him. He was like he was, he was like on a cool path of redemption. He was a wicked model of Terminator. You know, like a cyborg kind of Terminator. So he's like a real guy, but he's he's dead, but they saved his brain and his heart, you know, and like he's back. You get what I mean? As a, as a cyborg. So they kind of took that same idea with, and then put it with Mackenzie's character. So Mackenzie's really cool in there as this kind of like hybrid fire you know, she burns out quickly with her metabolism and stuff. You know, the other thing that's really cool about this, um, uh, the next film, Genesis, was that they painfully went back in time and tried to recreate that wicked, um, you know, like the 1980s and stuff. The only thing that they really badly cast was um, uh, Jay Courtney as as Carl Reese. Yeah. You know, he looks nothing yeah. like Michael Bayne. Yeah. There's other actors out there that could have done it. They could have got like, you know, um, they, oh, well, Anton Yelchin passed away by that time. But basically, um, if Anton Yelchin hadn't passed away, uh, which is so sad to me, rest in peace, he was such a phenomenal actor.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, if yeah. he if if he was still with us, um, he could have just, you know, like ripped up a little bit and just played Kyle again. You get what I mean? Because he looked a little bit more like Michael Payne than um then uh, jay courtney does yeah jay courtney just looked yeah. huge do you get what i mean like he looked jacked and i'm like you know in the future are you just bench pressing i thought there was like no food around and stuff you know like uh like kyle looked like kyle looked like he was lean you know he tried to eat where he could and he was constantly out so he had he had to run so you had to be fast, you know, to get away from Terminators and TKs and you know, like Hunter Killers and stuff. So, you know, you had TKs, you had HKs, you had all the shit gunning you down, you know, and Kyle looked like he suffered more. You know, the original Michael Bain Kyle. The other Kyle doesn't doesn't seem the same. Then on top of that, yeah, you got Amelia Clark as Sarah Connor, what a goofy casting man Absolutely. that was seriously Absolutely. the goofiest thing i ever that I ever saw Absolutely. I mean basically she's coming off of the success of Game of Thrones, right, but she is nowhere near you know got that same kind of you know depth that Lyndall Hamilton has do you get what I mean yeah like even yeah. um uh even. What's the name uh what's the name of the actress who played her in the TV show? Lena uh, Lina uh, Yeah. Lena Heaty has way more gravitas and depth to Sarah O'Connor in the show than even Amelia Clarkes. Ironically, they're both Game of Thrones actors. Yeah. 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 So so Pops was a great character. He he was another Terminator that jumped back because another ter- another a T one thousand came to kill uh, Sarah, you know like earlier, so what happened was is that Sarah's parents ended up getting killed and she didn't get that great upbringing so she was a more um more wary and more tougher but when <laughs> when Amelia Clark fires the the desert eagle into the t thousand and she's like you know move it soldier and all of those kind of like throwback lines it just it it just falls flat with me, yeah. You know, but I love yeah. that film. Don't get me wrong; I watch it every now and then. Yeah. I just love the action in it. The scene beats are really cool, like the fights with the the kind of nanite John. You know, he's a he's a T three thousand, right, or something. Yeah, he's. A I T- can't remember. T- he's a T- so T- so um, there's some really sick stuff in that man. The fighting was quite cool. The choreography was cool. The thing is, is that you know, the director, the guy who did Thor, I forgot his name um he gets a bit of a bad rap but he's a very good technical director you uh, know like uh uh-huh. he, his production design the way his films look you know the choreography the set beats they're pretty good man they're not bad i, I know people don't like uh terminator uh, uh, sorry thor 2 the dark world um you know that good i mean it, it is one of the weakest mcu films the script feels really rushed and there's a lot of incomplete scenes. Like the stuff in London was so boring. You know, like saying most of the film in London, but I digress, you know. We can talk about that later. yeah um, let's carry yeah. on talking about Terminator. So what do you think of the franchise, bro? And then, you know, we'll 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 kind of like drive it back towards this film because I, I love it. We can go down a rabbit hole with this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I just wanted to say the two other points I didn't like about Dark Fate as well. Yeah? Hello, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you still hear me? Is it all right?
0: Yeah, sorry. You just sounded like you cut off there for a second.
1: Okay. I I wanted to just elaborate on two more points that I didn't like about the film. Mm -hmm. About Dark Fate yeah because um, like you were talking about like kind of like Arnold's character, and I really wanted to kind of get my uh two cents out about that, the way they handled Arnold's character now I, I kind of understand that he's getting old in his age as an actor, he's done so many films um over the span of his career, and the way To be honest, the way they've handled his character in Dark Fate was really poor because I didn't like, like you mentioned earlier, how his Terminator model managed to miraculously track track Sarah and John down and then kill John Connor and then he kind of leaves Sarah in a massive um, void where her son is dead and he's kind of like contemplating what to do next for the like next 30 years and i didn't quite like how they wrote this stupid storyline element or this plot element where he had to look after a, a, a lady and a, a and her son i thought that was mm. very very weakly written for a character plot for the character now in the in the tv show they tried to show how Terminators would live among society and hide among hmm. society in the prolonged period of time, you know, because it comments mm-hmm. in that show that showed that. But in the film, because you've got such a convoluted space in time, like only like two hours, you can't really show that without doing massive montages and um breakdown sequence of sequences showing what Arnie would have been doing. Now you could have you know, had like a de-aged Arnie you know like they de-aged him at the start with a body double yeah yeah
0: yeah
2: was that Roland again
0: did they get Roland King King Kicker again no I thought they got
1: that kid again no 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 it was a different body double by the name of Brett Azar he did the doubling on Genesis
0: oh right okay yeah right so so brett's the one who arnie fought when he fought his old model from 1984 or whatever right yeah 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 you know that was a cool scene when pops fought that yeah, I the it. model from the first film I, you know and they recreated that shot quite good that was kind of cool
1: the fighting is not as good as i think it can be in retrospect i thought it could, the fight could have been longer <laughs> In my opinion right um i think it's it costs cool. money isn't it probably yeah. for them
0: you know like each fx shot you know cost them a, a good couple of k in it yeah, so it they try to keep it as uh economical as possible i guess
1: yeah that's true um so yeah. I, I thought they could have fleshed out like arnie's great in the film but that's mm. some good action sequences with gabriel luna and, and davis and there's some good action like he always mm. the action on him as much as he can within the proximities of what he's allowed to do at his age now as a, you know older actor. Um, and they did some good stuff with the CGI near the end of the film. I thought that was quite good, like the elements where they're fighting in the reactor area. I thought that's a, good, that's a really good scene. Yeah, the turbine
0: fight. That was cool, wasn't it? The little showdown at the end. Yeah. That reminded me of the first film and the second film.
1: A bit, didn't it?
0: It was like a homage
1: to both of them. Yeah. The last kind of point I just wanted to mention was with Dark Fate that they could have. It's more of a con and an element I don't quite like Mm. is um, they really missed out. You've got this amazing kind of like character of um, Grace, Mm. you know, and you could have had more kind of exposition on Grace's character, you know, like you had on on, on Reese's character mm. in the Terminator One. Right, you yeah. could have really explored her, her character and her psychology and mental. Kind of health and stuff and how she's coping from coming from the future
0: i mean they tried that didn't they though they tried they said oh she was there when the plane started falling out of the sky you know then they tried to nuke it with emps but it failed then her parent her dad got killed for a can of fruit and you know like things like that they tried to do the same thing but for some reason the way the first film flows, you know, if you watch the first Terminator film, it's kind of like, it feels like a serial killer movie with this sci-fi twist. You know what I mean? That's why it works. And then you've got basically on top of that, Terminator 2 feels like this amazing sequel. It was like the start of these sequels that just, you know, they became events. You know, this film was such an event. I remember, you know, I remember watching it, even though like we were way too young to see this film. You know, we were just like, you know, a whole bunch of friends getting around and secretly watching this film because the thing is, this film was what, 15? And like, we were watching it when it, you know, like when it was like when we were like way, I don't know, not I wouldn't say way too young, but they scared the crap out of me when I first saw it, but I also liked it. You know what I mean? Because I loved all the kind of action in the film and the bits where, you know, my favorite scene is the bit when he's running away from the T-1000, the damn bit in LA. You know, when all that stuff. I mean, that film is so wicked. And then you know when the T the T um, you know when Arnie comes on the Softail Deluxe, I was like, oh man, that's so sick. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I ride myself now motorcycles, and I love Harleys and I love a fat uh, Softail because he had one in that film, and he was just tearing up yep. the streets with that V twin, and I was like, man, these V twins sound dope, you know. And I just fell in love with the brand, and you know V twin bikes, and it it, it was so. Defining for our generation, that movie. It still to this day is a really good film. It's got excellent replay value because it goes full circle. So you can watch the first and second. All of these, I think of all of these Terminator films as bonuses. They're like extra codas. You know, like just AUs. Even the games went in some crazy directions, like Terminator Redemption and stuff. You know, do you get what I mean? So, um, (laughs) yeah. um, Any other thoughts on this film, bro? Linda Hamilton, yeah. she was great yeah. right back, right? It was beautiful seeing her acting again after a long time. She's a phenomenal actress. Yeah. And in this film, yeah. She, yeah. Was, she was doing that kind of phone-in, not phone-in thing, sorry. I, I, I would, um, you know, not say that. She's doing that kind of Mark Hamill thing where they don't feel like they want 100% be there, but they've, they want to kind of complete something. Something feels unfinished. So that's the kind of thing that they did with like Luke Skywalker's character. They totally botched it, and I feel like they kind of botched her character too a bit,
1: you know? Yeah, I would have to agree on that. Um, But also, I feel that they kind of with with this film. What the other thing that they missed out is they had such a good opportunity to play around with a new AI, Mm. but there's a lot of Away lines about Legion and the Red Nine. Like what I don't like in 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 Dark Fate is that um, there's never enough time for Mackenzie to tell Arnie's character how how difficult the Red Nine is. All we see is like a flashback sequence when she's like totally wasted on that motel bed mm. about what's happening in the future. But there should have been a long kind of like. In depth montage showing why the Rev Nine is so lethal, mm-hmm. you know, well, it would have slowed the film down a little. But if you edited it and kind of composed it a sequence in a special way, mm-hmm. where it's like almost like kind of jumping in and out of her flashbacks back and forth, mm-hmm. Mackenzie, sorry, not Mackenzie, it's uh, Grace and the Rev Nine, mm-hmm. then you could get into that the material killer robot. Rev Nine's uh, AI mind and Grace's mindset, and have that kind of juxtaposition would have been really so nice have been to cool. have.
0: It would have been, it would have been even you know? like it would have been extra cool as well as if we if we had seen how Grace ran back. You know, you get one, like the film could have started mm-hmm. off with her actually jumping into the time stream and chasing after Gabriel yeah. Luna's character. Yeah. You get what I mean, or exactly. or he's chasing after her. You
1: know, so that would been quite be cool. So yeah. So that that that's my main points, my main qualms with the film that don't, that make it not as good as it could have been. You know, to be honest. Plus, they have this, they have uh, this massive bunker and they have all these helos and
0: stuff, and it just felt like Call of Duty and Warhammer and the way yeah. it looked. And I'm like, okay, so humans basically try to take out Legion and they're Legion and everything's devastated. But how do people keep resources going? How do they keep ships built? Yeah. How are they doing these missions? You know, how is all of this functioning still? It was the same kind of thing that I was trying to figure out in Terminator Salvation and stuff, that the wo- America got hit hard by nuclear fallout, but it was still functioning. So how do people function yeah. with radiation poisoning nukes and stuff? Because the nuke went off at the start of the base too when they were going after that, that Skynet research base where Marcus was being kept in Colorado. Yeah. You know, so the so they were doing this Colorado offensive on this kind of military base that Skynet had, had controlled. I just I don't understand like what they were doing, you know? Like yeah. it wasn't really clear. It felt like a lot of scenes were cut.
1: Mm. Yeah. So going, going back to Dark Fate, bro, what do you, What would you kind of give it as a kind of like rough review in your opinion of how, how the film was? Okay,
0: so well, action beats are great. Production design is really good. Like the crew did a great job of like, you know, getting a lot of throwbacks, but kind of keeping it, you know, working and stuff. A couple of the night scenes look a bit dark, like you can't really see what's going on um so that's a bit weird so cinematography wise the film's really good but um some of the decisions they made for like those not super night scenes and stuff are a bit strange casting is really good uh the you know it was competently shot uh tim miller did a yeah. great job with what he had so the source material you know because he's obviously working off of the script uh it was a story by james cameron and a few other guys so they did a all right job with what they did um but the film still gets quite a low rating for me. It only gets a three. So I'd give it three shields. Um I feel that they could have done a little better and they've kind of hurt the Terminator franchise a bit. I'd have to we'd have to reinvigorate it a little. And that's just, you know, because, you know, I've got these ideas and they went yeah. in a completely different direction with Terminator than I was thinking. So that's another reason why it just doesn't gel with me.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, I would also kind of put it into the kind of marking uh, on our ranking system as maybe like two and a half or three shields out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it has enough quality and enough pacing to be as good as the other Terminator films. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of the close the, the down really badly when they get to Carl's house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The fact that Carl is horrible. Mm. I think that's a stupid thing to give Arnie's character as a mm. T-800. Mm. Um, it's just completely shit and it doesn't work what, at all. What I
0: also found weird is that like, he helps her from her husband who beats her and stuff. And this girl... Uh, this lady doesn't want to, like, you know, get close to him or she doesn't fall in love with him. I find that really strange. This is a guy who saved yeah. you and has been living with you all these years. So you have this, like, strange yeah. arrangement with him. And what, do, do like, T-800s not get boners or something? Or, like, what is it, what does it, like, work out as? Is he just, like, he looks like he's got... Uh, you know, a thing, but it doesn't work or something? I don't really know how this shit works. I don't really want to know but it kind of, it's a bit funny, isn't it? Because they're cyborgs at the end of the day, aren't they? So they're metal endoskeletons and a a chip and an AI brain, but um, they've got real skin, you know, so they have a real blood flow and stuff. So how is that regulated? How does that pump around the body and stuff? That's what they've never really made clear.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true, bro. Um, Cause it's like uh, a living tissue of a cybernetic endoskeleton, isn't it? Yeah, so it's living tissue.
0: So the tissue ages, and that's what's really yeah. good about it. So call ages, but there's gotta have been a point where you know, like um, that lady got like you know a bit excited, isn't it? She wanted some call. So I'm just thinking, how do you yeah. deal with that? You know, what's the life? Track? What's life with call uh-huh. like? You know, on a on a daily basis, like you know. It's strange. It, it's a very strange thing for him to be living with someone if he's a Terminator. I, I would have probably yeah. just have made him like this vigilante. He just goes around beating up people and stuff. Do you know oh, what I mean? would have so, like he, me. so he's been yeah, killing I... he's been killing like evil people to kind of like um because he just learned that what he did was wrong. So he's trying to find his own personal kind of redemption, like the game, you know, like where he accidentally kills John and then he gets reprogrammed and Catherine Brewster sends him back. Do you remember in that game, Terminator Redemption, yeah, that Atari made? Yeah. 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 Personally, you know, if I couldn't make our Terminator film, um, I don't know what to call it, like Terminator Insurgency or or Terminator Resurgence or something. Like, you know, if we right. made our own Terminator Resurgence series um, or Decimation or something, I don't know what to call it, uh, our Terminator series could be a good game. You know, it would be a really cool game franchise. Yeah.
1: You yeah, no. I think it would. So we yeah. could write
0: the script for the for the game. I could direct the FMVs, and then like you know, we could get a good team to to do the the kind of design. It could be like a great Sony game, like a Sony first part, you know, or or Xbox exclusive. You know, so it'd be freaking amazing. You never know. Yeah, man, that would be awesome, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. So um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, just to wrap this podcast up, I want to thank you for joining me, bro. Uh, so we give um, an aggregated score of Terminator: Dark Faith a three. So it, it, it's good. Yeah. Um, if you're a huge Terminator fan, you'll love it. Um, if you're a casual viewer, you might find it a little bit, you know, so-so. Um, but other than that, definitely check it out and check out this review after you watch the film, so you understand, you know, what we're talking about. And hopefully, we get to see more in this franchise. You know, like maybe it's made enough money for a sequel. But if not, um, you know, I got to get in a room with Jimmy Cameron and the rest of these guys. I hope to meet them one day so that they can see what the Rep Knights can do. Because I know that I could do a really good Terminator film with you.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So that wraps up this podcast. Uh, thanks again for joining me, bro. This has been episode seven. Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm pretty sure this is episode seven. I, I The numbers are just blurring right now. So episode seven, Terminator Dark Fate. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, and hope to see you on the next one, the next House of Rep. Bye-bye.